for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Tuesday, September 11th, 2012, episode 51 of Attack of the Androids. Every week on Tuesday, we do this show. Did you see Hangouts just completely freeze during the intro? I wasn't sure if we should, like, try it again, but I guess we're okay now. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, just a couple people. Aunt Pruitt from Yats. What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? And we got Eric from AOTA, the only other person that showed up for our show. What's up, Eric? What's going on, Matt? Just this, you know, just dealing with some buggy-ass technology. I don't even know just sometimes. It's just, mm. I don't even know. Sometimes I feel like I'm in a third-world country joining you and just, I don't know what to do. Well, it is Montana. I know, it makes me almost want to just throw all this tech out and, like, succumb to the country living that I have been so neatly raised in. I could do it. I'll get get a horse. I'll get a wagon. I don't even care. You said horse, right? Horse. I'll get some horse (laughs) and a wagon (laughs) and my Transformer Prime tablet, and it'll be (laughs) A-OK. Which I guess, since uh, we'll wait if Seth joins us for the phone of the moment. If not, we'll uh, we'll discuss it. But um, I I've been flashing these uh, Cyanogen Mod Ten nightlies on the the Prime, and the last like four nightlies I've flashed have been just a okay, no problems. All my stuff is there after the the update and everything. And so I of course dummy me right before the show. I'm like, oh, I better get that new that new nightly on. And I actually had it downloading last night, so when I turned the Prime on, it was like, hey, do you want to reboot and do this? I was like, yeah, let's, uh, let's reboot and do that. And it comes up to start. Please enter your email address. I was like, no! Oh, no! No! <laughs> no! And that's fine. I mean, the only thing I'm really sad about is, you know, losing my saved games. <laughs> which Oh... Oh, well, it happens. I've only beat Need for Speed Underground like five times now, or Hot Pursuit, I guess. We don't have Underground for the tablet yet, but no big deal. It's fine. I know those courses like the back of my hand. You know, Matt and I had a very similar experience because I just flashed the latest nightly of the Team EOS 3 Jelly Bean ROM for my Android, uh, my Transformer Prime. The big difference is that mine did not screw up when it flashed. It flashed fine, and I'm enjoying all my save games. Uh, yeah, Just well, saying. That's Throwing fine. it out there. That's fine. I, I used that EOS ROM, too, and it was some. It did not like my Prime or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to it if it's getting better. Uh, how's the universe likes your Prime. How's your camera your prime working? Prime is a lemon. Don't talk about my Prime. How's your camera working, by the way? I don't know. I'm, I'm not an a-hole that holds up my, <laughs> my tablet. <laughs> My 10-inch <laughs> tablet for a camera. Uh, so let me I don't let know, me what camera. Let me demonstrate. Here's here's a front-facing camera, right? No problem. Picture looks great. Sure. Now let's uh let's check out the rear camera. 
So just give it a sec. You'll hear it click. That's the shutter doing its thing. Oh, hey, oh green screen. Isn't that nice? That was purdy. That's, there you go, right there. If you're watching live, attackoftheandroids.com slash live. That's what you get for the rear camera. But I love it when technology purdy. clicks. What it's I've, always the best sound. I've also read that some people just have no cameras. They're like, how did you get the front camera to work? It's like, I don't know. It just worked. But yeah, and I, I fully agree. Like the only thing, it's just the OCD that kind of bugs me about having something on here that doesn't work. Like it, I never even use it, but it just bugs me that it doesn't work. You know, like it should all just, but yeah, it, it's, it's pretty useless. I mean, I think I mentioned this before when I was down in Mexico, I saw so many people with iPads and using them as cameras and like walking around like this just looking ridiculous it just on the back of it it should just say steal me because all you got to do is just boop. right it's, it's i don't know maybe we're not used to it yet is that what it is um, no, that, that would be stupid. no we're we're used to some of the idiocy we see we're just not going to succumb to it this is okay right cuz you just uh, take a picture real quick with my camera phone yep. that's okay but as soon as it turns into this and it's blocking your whole head, that becomes... Yeah, you don't see anything. You just see the big viewfinder. Right. Well, and I mean, you can see through here. But yeah, this... Just wait till Google Glass. People are going to be such pretentious a-holes. <laughs> it's going to be... I can't wait. Oh, I, can you imagine society, what it's about to turn into here in the next, like, five years? YouTube's going to be brilliant with, with tons and tons of memes. It's going to literally be YouTube and that it's just going to be a bunch of videos of people walking around doing their day-to-day monotony. I'm going to make a prediction that there's going to be so many videos of cops like beating people down and then taking their Google Glass. <laughs> you wouldn't hit a guy with glass. <laughs> literally, Why, yes, you don't have that, you don't have that like 10 seconds of, oh, I'm going to get out my, my phone and videotape this or whatever. Uh, They're that's... just going to see you and you are, you're done. done. Your, your $2,000 Google Glasses are going to be smashed into the ground. Just take a picture of me? No. Yes, <laughs> maybe. Look at their prescription. Please, no. All right, so, uh, yeah, join us every week. Like I said, you guys can leave us messages, 406-204-4687. We'll play them on the show if you'd like. And if you ever have any Android-related questions, hit us up on the Google Plus or Facebook or email the show at attackoftheandroids.com. Uh, top story I just wanted to kind of talk about, just because the numbers are so – they're getting so astronomically large that it's it's getting really hard for me to fathom, like, what this even means – But the story on ZDNet, uh, Android cumulative shipments will hit the 1 billion mark in 2013. So by next year, there will be over 1 billion of these and, and, and these like just everywhere. I mean, can you, can you picture a billion of these like just stacked up? I don't know. Those numbers are. I can't are... picture that, but I can picture the droid heiress and stuff like that out there. <laughs> yeah, you know like what I mean. A few hundred thousand of these, a couple OG droids. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But a lot yeah. of this stuff, because what was the other number that came out? They were doing like a million plus activations a day now, and and yeah. everyone in in the tech industry is trying to figure out: Are you counting Kindles? Are you counting you know the Kindle fires? Are you, how how is this breaking down? And that just 
I don't understand how the carriers can keep up. I mean, I understand tablets maybe not so much unless they're 3G. But, like, just phones, are they building the infrastructure to keep up with this? Because this this boom is getting out of hand. And that's not to mention the other side with iOS and the two BlackBerry phones. <laughs> I can't even say that word without laughing. The two... <laughs> Right? I, I can't. Are there any? Is that even around still? And then the Nokia. I Forget it. So you have Android and you have iOS, right? And they're just like, do 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 Just constantly one-upping each other, trying to just get as many handsets out into the people's hands. What about the carriers? How are they? Are they ready for this? How's your service? Well, I think the, the takeaway here is that it's not the U.S. It's international. So, I mean, this is one billion, but this is counting Globally. places like India, like China. Right. I mean, have you seen how many piece of crap Huawei phone, uh, phones Huawei puts out? Like these – all these like little Chinese websites where you can buy un- an unlocked phone for, you know, 50 bucks. And it used to run like – like these phones used to run things like Java, um, like the actual like Java mobile operating system. Now they're running Android. So – this doesn't surprise me at all. I, if this were a hundred, if this were one billion mark in the U.S., yeah, I'd be asking that question. <laughs> but being as this is worldwide, I guess the number doesn't phase me too much. Really, even even globally, that I don't know. Just it, it, picture them all like in a dump or so. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been cleaning out the office a, a lot lately, and we've been going to the landfill, and there's just. We look at all the trash that's there, and it, it just blows my mind, like, how much stuff we just produce and then just right to the dump, to the landfill. Right. Like, it's, it's just mountainous. Sitting out there. It's mountainous. And there's a spot just for appliances, and it's, like, literally bigger than this whole complex I live in. Like, it's just this mountain of old appliances. And I don't know. I'm just picturing, like, a billion of these devices everywhere. It just seems like so many. But, yeah, globally, maybe it's not so much when you think of the 8 billion people that are there. You know, it's not quite You know, but, again, I go back to my point of, you know, those old phones and that was the Droid, the original Droid and the Eris and whatnot. But even just me, myself, I got a Galaxy Nexus for a buck. I mean, you're seeing so many sales and promos like that people can't turn them down did you, you throw know? out the droid x no uh my hardhead has it he's been using it as a gaming and music device. as a little wi-fi tablet that's it brother. that's what i use mine for still too cm7 on it still just yep. killing it <laughs> that's awesome dead pixels and all yours had dead <laughs> pixels on it from yeah, dropping dropped it? it and saying it oh it was miserable did you crack the screen it wasn't a crack. It wasn't a crack that you could feel. It was definitely pixels dead, though. How are you... What did you put on that Nexus? Is that Verizon? Yeah, it's Verizon, and it is running the Vicious ROM for so Jelly Bean. You, you didn't wait for Verizon to, to kindly hand you Jelly Bean on a silver platter? Well, I assume since Sprint had it first, that meant Verizon will never get it. <laughs> <laughs> Ever? <laughs> We're working on it, seriously. Are you? (laughs) So I went ahead and I got it Friday, and it was rooted and rommed Friday night. That a boy. (laughs) You're lucky you had people to learn from. I did that. I took the dive. I was like, oh, man, (laughs) this this could go two ways, one of them not so good. Pretty smooth, though, right? Like, it 
I was I had a harder time getting the Droid X rooted, and maybe that's because Motorola and the the whole locked thing and and all that. But it seemed like I had to. I did try it like four times to get it to take on the Droid X, and then I did it like once on the Gene X, and it was like done and perfect. It was the same same experience for me. You know, with the Droid X, I ended up having better root results if I just did it from the command line. Yeah, see, that's I never all of those commands. I was still using uh, what was that app called? It was uh, Z4 root. Z, yeah, that's the one I was using. It took it like four or five tries to do, and it was like yeah. maybe try plugging it into AC and then do it. Or it was like there were all these weird, random like uh, variables that you maybe had to meet before, like no, the battery needs to be fifty percent, and just like weird stuff like that. Yeah, no but, rhyme or reason, but I said, you yeah. know what? I'm going to try it without a, a program. There's got to be a way to to, to put in commands it's all linux and sure enough there was a yeah and that's there. that's actually what i had to do with the prime because i was on the latest ota update and sparky root i think we talked about this last week but sparky root wouldn't work for the latest so you, for to use sparky root the app you had to like downgrade three times and like you know snap your fingers clap your hands and do a front flip <laughs> and then it would maybe work but then I tr- I just plugged it in and used uh, debug fs and that was like mm-hmm. boom done and it it was no worries just so sweet. The only hiccup I had with this thing is there aren't any USB drivers for Linux. Ah, you weren't Nexus. doing it on Windows, so you. So I had to right. boot into the Windows partition because you know I just love doing that <laughs> and um, ran the utility that way. That's really weird, Ant. I've never had a I've never had a USB problem with Linux because normally it just works out of the out of the box with Android. That was my thought exactly, and it it would it would it would show it, but it would not mount it. You know what I mean? Did you actually um, go into Advance once you got? Or this was when you were trying to root, so you didn't have Clockwork Mod on there yet, because you can right, tell it this, to mount and unmount, and sometimes mm-hmm. that'll fix it. But you know, I tried to get into USB debugging and all of that, and it it. It wouldn't do it. And so I read a little bit, and everybody's in the Ubuntu forums was saying, yeah, no drivers yet. Went hmm. to the Galaxy Nexus site or Samsung site, and it was only XP and Mac drivers. Did you have the box checked in developer options on the phone that said allow USB debugging? But of course, okay. but of course. I learned that from the Droid X days. All right, right. Good, good. <laughs> I, there's so many people on the forums that are just like, I can't get this to work. Did you check that box? Oh. One box. Oh, yeah. I should probably do that. I don't see... That box should just come default checked. It is... It know, does like a weird thing. What, Eric? I was going to say, there's a weird thing in Ubuntu, I seem to remember, where you have to edit this udev file, um, mm-hmm. and like you have to, and then you have to make a file that's, that's called like Android rules. Like This was when I was actually trying to do some developer stuff on the phone, um, and an older phone, a non-Nexus, wouldn't recognize. So, I don't know. Maybe other people have had that problem, too, but it could have just been that file. Because I've never had to ever install like a what you what you think of as like a driver the way that you do on Windows. Yeah, it's I know. so depressing. So, that's my, my task for tonight. You, Dev. Look that up. I wonder if it's a weird version you're using or something. Like, is it something with your... There's like with my desktop machine, it won't play Netflix through the browser. Like no matter what browser, it just won't work. But on my laptops, like it works fine. Just sometimes you get like a weird, I don't know, just something that yeah. just doesn't click. 
It's a ghost yeah, in the shell. Yeah, I think yours is a little more asinine than mine. Yeah, well, <laughs> five-year-old AMD <laughs> Turion X2, it's what you get, I guess. You know what's interesting is that my um, I convinced one of my coworkers to buy a Nexus 7, and speaking of drivers, I had to help him find a driver because it doesn't work out of the box uh, for Macs. Like, Macs don't have, I think, like, MTP support or something like that. So uh, if you have yeah. a Mac and you buy a Nexus 7, you actually have to go to android.com slash something in order to download the drivers for your Mac to actually see the device as a mass storage device. It makes you apologize. <laughs> Tells you to yes. turn your camera on, get on your hands and knees and apologize. <laughs> Like if you have a Mac, Get why are down you in Geniaflex? <laughs> right. If you have a Mac, why are you buying an Android tablet? That just seems because because you spent all your money on your Mac and now you can't afford an iPad. Because your coworker <laughs> is slowly convincing you to come to the light. That's what it's about. Come to the light. Come to the dark side, where the light is. This graph, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This graph is kind of cool. I mean, it's just like straight up growth and i mean where is this going to bottom out at we talked about this on yats last week about how a lot of these other countries that aren't maybe as you know like like here in the u.s and canada and a lot of the uk there's pretty much desktop computers in every house there's tvs and like you know people are living uh above their means mostly but in in these other countries like their first computer experiences on smartphones or on tablets because they're a lot cheaper and they come with connectivity you don't need dsl and cable and stuff and i think that's where a lot of this growth is coming from but when does that start to bottleneck like what we've seen with you know how how long can facebook keep their giant growth of fake user accounts going like eventually you run out of people what are we going to run out of first bandwidth <laughs> Bits. I don't think we're going to run out of bandwidth. Running out of bits. I, I, I think it will be more um, manufacturing is going to slow down than bandwidth is going to slow down. <laughs> you guys were actually running out of plastic. If you right? could <laughs> start recycling you know, your bottles more, the people in the, in those Asian communities are going to sick be sick of working for two dollars a day eventually. You know what I mean? That yeah, that I I see that see that what do you think yeah, i don't think we'll see these like huge jumps in shipments and growth probably i mean i would think probably by the end of this like by 2020 it'll probably be more evened out but you still have to think about like this is this is the shipments of smartphones so people's contracts are always going up people are breaking phones people are dying they're leaving the market and being replaced by people that are just old enough to enter the market so It'll it'll probably just be a smoother, you know, just be a smoother uh, line. Um, I don't see it like bottoming out. And I think that if you change this graph to shipments of Android devices versus Android smartphones, you'll probably that that upwards trajectory will probably last for a lot longer than just the smartphone one will. Right, because a lot of people have their phone and then their tablet or you know their phablet or whatever. Well, people are using Android for just a lot of a lot of weird stuff outside of smartphones a lot and mobile of devices. People use Android for a lot of BS. That's right. Like, I mean, you're wasn't I think that we saw a couple weeks ago there was like a um like a car stereo now that's running Android. So it's a it's a it's a free open source operating system 
uh, manufacturers are look, probably looking at it and saying, you know, do we want to develop something in-house or is it easier just to, you know, screw with Android and make it, you know, work for us? It'll probably be similar to Linux, how Linux runs on a lot of stuff and nobody really knows. All right. Isn't that what the Russians did? They were like, we're going we're gonna to rip out all this Google stuff, all this Google tracking stuff, and we're going to build our own version of Android. And I mean kind of like what Amazon did with their own version of Android and... I don't know. It would you rather have Google track you or the Russians? Like we're friends with with the Ruskies again, right? Are we still I don't think I want anybody tracking me at all, right? Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. As if you have a choice. Come on. Well, yeah. I know. I see your latitude <laughs> check-ins. I stalk you on latitude. I know where you're going. <laughs> I know where you'll go tomorrow. You could actually probably look at mine and and like guess like what day is it? Oh, I know right where he's at. <laughs> After a while, it's kind of creepy. But like, who cares, right? I, I, that's how I look at. It. Like, who cares? Are you really like? Are you flying helicopters over me? Like, are you that bored? I mean, I don't. Maybe if you were a spy or something, then. But then, like, are spies on Facebook and using Google? Like that. That just seems. <laughs> counterproductive to spying <laughs> i don't know yes what i don't James know what Bond do you do eric you're a spy to... what do you do <laughs> he's like i plead a fifth i'm not a spy he just dropped his connection <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we see i, I must have really missed that one <laughs> I said you're a spy. What do you do? Never mind. Moving on. Android and iOS are slowly bleeding the PC industry dry. Now, I I have a question in regards to this. Is that because the computing people are doing nowadays is just throw away stupid, useless computing, like spending time on Facebook or playing games like Farmville? Or is it because these devices are powerful enough to do most everyday computing? Or what what do you think causes that, Eric? I think it's probably a little from column A, a little from column B. A little bit of both. I mean, I, if you think about it, for most people, yeah, it is. It's it's the really stupid, simple stuff. It's email. It's you know ugh, checking Facebook. You know things like that. We're not using we're not using these you know computers the way that we used to. What um, we used to do before Facebook, Eric? What what did we used to do? I don't remember. It's all a blur. Right. <laughs> took, a, took a dump without telling anybody. God, could you imagine how lonely <laughs> life was back then? I mean, that's just, that's crazy to me. I seem to remember interacting with real people, but I don't know. That could have just been a dream. Yeah, it was probably just a dream. Well, I, I, think I, I don't. I don't. You think? It's just people have gotten. Now, is that because of what's being produced and offered to the people? It's become more of a mainstream thing. Like back in the day, the people that had computers were, I mean, like nowadays when you hear people being like, oh, I got to go, go to work and get on the computer. Like the first thing they do is open up Facebook. Like you're getting paid to Facebook. I mean, that's, I guess a pretty sweet gig, but you're not programming. You're reading, I guess. And maybe that helps your vocabulary. I can't speak for you guys, but I can remember, you know, back in the days, back in the nineties, when someone said, they had a computer at home. It served a function. You Mine know, was all was, about playing games. Mech you know, Warrior it, 2, man, and Doom. Okay. 
All right. Well, yeah, they played games, but then you had people that were using it for word processing of some sort or some mm-hmm. type of uh, accounting. It, it served a purpose. It very rarely was a gaming device up until you had broadband that was more regular because you didn't want to try to do much on the Internet on dial-up. You got sick of it. Well, all the games were, it's nothing like what gaming is now on the internet, where it's like those little group, you know, casual throwaway type games. Like, I remember that. I can remember my first experience with Instant Messenger. (laughs) And over dial-up? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, this is great. I'm I'm hollering at my my best friend back home, and then bam, it's gone. And I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be instant, you know, but didn't necessarily compute that it was dial up and it was not reliable but more instant than an email would be it was yeah. it was a, a fake real time of sorts yeah it was like icq and i mean then irc worked pretty well for for real time stuff over crappy internet but, connections but irc but is still amazing that i related to that yeah. had a computer in their home it it served some type of function it wasn't necessarily for playing and goofing around and stuff, you know, it, it it had a it had a reason to be there. Is it safe know? to say that computers have always been and will always be for porn? Just throw that out there. Going forward, porn. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying going forward. Oh, okay. I think so. <laughs> so. Did you say Ford? No, porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just watched that that South Park episode again where they lose the internet and they're like rationing it out. That always makes me laugh when I think about that. I need a private session. God. (laughs) (coughs) But I mean, there's I guess there's there's the the outward facing like, here's what I'm doing. And it's maybe a little more publicly. And then what behind closed doors people really use their systems for. And maybe I'm just, I was exposed to that a lot because of my in-home computer business. And I got a lot of business from people that were house sitting. They got on the people's computer whose house they were house sitting at and just like raunchy, disgusted things that I was like, what? How is yeah. that? How does that turn? Forget it. I don't even want to know. But they would be like frantic. Like I would get these phone calls once every couple of weeks. Um, do you? Um, let me guess. How quick can you get here and clean this let, porn off? Clean that. Let me guess. Yes, I can. <laughs> and it was. A, I don't know. It, it always like surprised me the things that people you wouldn't think of to be into that stuff were into that. I, I don't know. It, it was a weird thing to to deal with. I guess. But that seems like the most, I mean, unless you're, like you said, doing business and accounting stuff at the start, that's, it was all about BBSs were pictures. I mean, that you were, you know, sharing pictures and programs and stuff. seems like now a computer in the home is decorative, you know, how how many homes you walk in and see a desktop computer just sitting in the corner right? and it's just sitting there. And then most because of the time, on their just, phone. as you said, they have the phone or the tablet or a tablet, yep. you know, it's, it's just, it's just decorative, you know, unless you're, well, it used to be that your gamer. desktop computer was like in the dining room or they, you know, somewhere public. Anyway. If you had like kids, it was, a showpiece. It, was, it was there cause you didn't want it in a room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. right. I, I remember mm. that when I was a kid, like waiting for everybody to go to bed. <laughs> looking around, <laughs> looking around like. <laughs> It's go time. 
Uh, these, uh, this story says, over the last couple of years, it's become more and more apparent that PCs are seen as appliances and that owning a PC is a necessity, but upgrading one is not. Uh, this has been driven by a shift in development activity from the traditional PC platform to mobile devices and the web mobile web. Uh, when was the last time one of us had to upgrade a PC in order to run a new application? And I mean, unless you're talking about games, like my desktop is stopped on Half-Life 2 and, you know, one of the couple first two Call of Duties. It won't play anything after that. I would have to upgrade it in order to do that. But see, I don't right. really do that stuff, so I don't, it doesn't bother me, but. Right. You know, just for me, I can also just think about one of the first conversations I had this morning. And someone was saying, um, yeah, I got up this morning and wasn't feeling that great. And so I looked on Facebook and blah, 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 blah. That's the first thing they did when they got up. Oh, crap, I feel sick. What is What are they saying on Facebook? Is everybody else sick too? You know what I mean? That seemed like more of a Twitter thing to me, but maybe Facebook. I guess it depends well, who you're friends with. Well, I mean, but it's, it's still the same thing. You can do all of that on a phone. You ain't necessarily have to climb out of the bed, walk down the hall to the desktop computer here to, to handle that. Right, you know? right. How, how big of a screen do you need for <laughs> Facebook? Right. That little story <laughs> makes me want to jump out of jump w- out of my window. A window, yeah, I know. Like I, I'm sick. I should check Facebook. Are others sick? I'm we sick. make yeah. a club about sick people. If, should we make a yeah. group God. and then we can post WebMD updates? Because you know that's Jesus. what. Yeah, because you know that's what they're doing. You know. So and, does that help Facebook in that there's another signal for tracking global pandemics or something like that? If everybody's <laughs> like, call. Oh, I'm not going to work today. Send. People are so lonely. <laughs> is so this helping though? Any more ideas? And the more we get these, is that helping? It I don't know, man. It's interesting. It'll definitely be interesting to see where it goes. I had to think twice, you know, because we were discussing earlier about the the my Droid X, and um, I ended up giving it to my youngest hardhead. Why? Because I know he's not curious about. Anything getting on the web and getting like, on Facebook, right. you know, he's he's wanting to play the games and do the puzzles and things like that. But when they're giving that to my oldest, it would have been a, a a total priority issue. But doesn't you know? the oldest see that and then show the youngest, and then be no. like, "Let me see that now. Check this out." Oh no, because the youngest would be like, "Daddy, let me show you what he did." Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I see. I see how you. You've pit them against each other. That's smart. That's really smart. Hey, that's called parenting, man. Not a boy. Parenting. Should write a book about that. <laughs> All right. So uh, did you guys see this? Verizon is – this This reminded me of when that last Java update came out. You know how every time Java wants to update, you always have to uncheck that one box that says, hey, would you like us to install a bunch of crap while we're at it? No. Right. Don't. It, it was McAfee last time. I was like, why – what what are you doing? Why why would you ever do that? So now, are we going to start seeing this stuff preloaded on our phones before we root and ROM? Uh, they say Verizon Wireless has announced a mobile security app that combines McAfee antivirus and web security protection with Assyrian's recovery service like Remote Locate, mm, Alarm, Lock, and Wipe. And depending on how you view the bloatware, you will be thrilled or annoyed to hear that the app will soon join Verizon's tray 
of preloaded a BS. When will Is they... McAfee just trying to screw my life? Is like, that every even... time a new technology comes out, they always get on it as a preloaded thing. They must make so much money. They Damn McAfee you. must have come on every single new computer I have ever had in my life. It came on my com- my compact Presario back in the day, the first laptop I ever had. Oh hey, uninstalling McAfee. <laughs> it was either Norton or or that. Yep. Why? What are you? They must know something about all of the executives in the world. They have to have some dirty pictures. Something. <laughs> it's <laughs> actually not protecting you pictures. from anything but yourself. It's fine. <laughs> you know, I really Sprint, don't think Sprint this did this thing. In... Wait, what, oh, yeah, Eric? Eric? I'm sorry. Go. No, that's okay. Sorry, I had a little lag. No, I was just going to say Eric. that before I left, uh, Sprint was doing this thing where they were starting to, if they put bloatware on there, like you could uninstall it. Um, but they also had, like, sort of like their own, not app store, but, like, a suggested apps list where, you know, if you had no idea about Android or whatever, um, you could go on this list and you could find things like a, you know, an antivirus, a Twitter client. I think that sort of behavior is okay. Preloading the phone with McAfee. To where? That is not okay. It's not even just <laughs> that. Like, okay. preloading is one thing, but... Uh, disallowing the act of unloading or uninstalling like that's that's well just wait no good until because assurian is are the folks that do these like you know um insurance things on your phone oh, i thought that sounded familiar they, that is the insurance company you get through verizon yeah. okay so if yeah. they if they at some point make a requirement that says hey if you uninstalled our app you're no longer covered could that happen? I was that thinking sounds, more along the lines of if they have an app on the phone, that means they can probably tap into the accelerometer, things like that. Is that to say then if you go make a claim and they look at the information and say, well, here it looks like the phone had a pretty good fall, we're not going to – I mean even though insurance, that's kind of why you get it. But I, could you see them using signals from the phone sensors – to dictate who they do and do not give, you know, stuff like that to? Why not? Sure, why not? Put a pass on. <laughs> I mean, any that's the whole point of insurance is is to figure out a way to make you pay and then when so, either you don't have a claim or if you do have a claim, make it to where they don't have to pay it. That's how they make their money. Of course. Is by denying claims or not getting them at all. We've seen this in every other form of insurance out there. Is this Eric or is this Seth we're talking to? I'm I'm getting a lot of rage coming across the internet waves here. Seth's not an angry generally, <laughs> is he? I'm sorry. I still don't have my moment. Nexus Q. I'm pretty pissed. What happened with that, Eric? Are you not going to get it now? So the, the quick update is that I called Google for about the ninth time yesterday. And the whole thing is that every time I call back, I get somebody different. Of course. There's no way. Shocking. There's no way to get past first tier support. So every time I co- so they'll tell me, "Okay, we've submitted your case. It has to go to this, you know, other team who doesn't have a phone number." Of course. And <laughs> we're opening up a ticket and it's we're a pie escalating script. it. When we say team, we mean pie script. That's correct. <laughs> we're we're sending it to our special pie script. Who you would think and- would maybe at least have a Google Voice number. I mean, at, at the very least. <laughs> 
or a ch- a, an email address for God's sake. Right. <laughs> so these pie so, script so at I gmail. Have, I have three tickets opened up right now with three different specialist teams that are all escalated. Just waiting. I'm just all they have to do is box my crap up and send it to me, and they're they're not doing it. I called back yesterday and I got this guy who who copped a pretty fun attitude with me, like basically like saying, "Well, if the order was a valid order, then you know it would have shipped. Since it didn't ship, then you obviously made a mistake. Obviously, what?" <laughs> And so at this point, because um, he's like, because like, I got mine, so so obviously it, you made a mistake. And everybody, every time, everybody feels the need to tell me that. Well, sir, we've. Did you know that we've stopped shipping the Nexus Q? <laughs> you can't order a Nexus Q. It's like did, I know I can't order a Nexus Q. That's why I pre-ordered it. <laughs> Dear God. So now, like, supposedly my case is going to, like, the person that's in, like, the guy that's in charge of all of, like, Google Play customer support escalation or something like that. I don't know. Have you ever worked in a call center, Eric? I have. When I worked at JPMorgan Chase, that was, uh, it was six years of supporting call centers, like, their technologies. So you know how, how this works, and there's notes from each person that when they open your file, like, usually if the, the person before them wrote notes in there, like, they would see it, and people would always put notes about their attitude, and how this guy was just a D, and, like, all this funny stuff, but, like, are they not, I, I feel like you're not handling this properly, like, you need to be getting names and extensions so that you can call them back, because you probably have, like, eight different trouble tickets open. And they're all well, the just they won't give it to you emailing and each other. Any, any function, like any corporation, you know, screw customer service. Any corporation should have like a like an office of the a CEO, office of the chairman, like something to where if some if if a situation is so egregious, customers can like talk to the CEO. And, Get me Schmidt not on talk the, to the CEO. It's like a. It's it's like a special department for like really really you know effed up situations. Sure, like yours. Google supposedly doesn't have it, or they don't train these people to to like tell people what it is. Because I I was at the point like I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna report them to the Better Business Bureau. You're I love gonna Google, report Google to the you. Better F Business you in the face. I am so pissed. <laughs> So there you go. Okay, well, I just talked to Seth online. He is not going to make it, so... Okay. <laughs> we'll just hey, allow... device of the moment, the Nexus Q. You can... <laughs> if you've gotten one. If not, screw it. Is it is it just amazing oh, that so many people got them and just hated them, and there's so many of these sitting on people's desks next to their old computers that will never get upgraded again? And, like, here's little Eric Finkenbeiner wanting one so bad for Christmas. All he wants is that Red Rider. I mean, all he wants. And you know what he's getting? Coal. The shaft. The shaft. <laughs> <laughs> the big old shaft. That's all he's getting. For Christmas, I'm telling you, like this is on BBB for Google. I know I am going to fall out. Your customer (laughs) service is the worst. I'm so angry. This is so screwed up. If this is if this is how their customer service is, 
Seriously, Google, hire me. Google has a reason. Fix your crap. Google has a reason. There's no more Nexus Qs left, okay? <laughs> They're not going to build one just for Eric Finkenbeer with left. some <laughs> bum post office address box in some third world country no one's ever <laughs> heard of. There is an Indiana Jones warehouse somewhere full of Nexus Qs <laughs> and all this other crazy stuff that they've never really shipped. Just, just send the dude on the little on on the little forklift over. Just send the little Amazon Q. robot. Go find it. It's B four. There, you found it. B- <laughs> get it off the B4, shelf. And then get me my get me my speakers that I ordered. You ordered the speakers Put it in a too. Box. I ordered the speakers. You I ordered all like out. I ordered three things. You know what you should do? And these angles cannot just put it in a freaking box and send it to me. When you get that money back, you should you should put it towards getting me a new Sony Vio here. Dude, I'm gonna face stabby. Oh man, Sony Vio. I'll send you my Sony Vio sitting on my desk. Okay. How's that? Well, hey Eric, me and you just lost the hangout. You know what's cool about when you're on Skype and Hangouts crashes? You're still on Skype. That's right. Here we'll be back in a sec, and there we go. Oh hey Ant. Yeah. Oh, well. That's cool. We're back. I took Eric with me that time, if you noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So you can get a premium subscription for a buck ninety nine a month if you want this McAfee. Uh and it that adds check this out. That there's more. You get McAfee app alert, an app permissions advisor, and recovery features from Asurion. If you lose your device, you could perform a few mitigating commands by logging into a web-based console to remotely geolocate, blast an alarm, lock and wipe data from the device. How long until somebody socially engineers some other wired reporter's uh, Asurion McAfee thing and just wipes their world, their digital world, just gone? See, just don't make your password God. (laughs) There you go. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I don't know, just more bloatware crap. Verizon should be spending time getting Jelly Bean out to everybody else, and not so much time uh, in the McAfee office closing deals. So. Does this make you? Does it make you feel like? Okay, I'm two and a half, three years ago, all like my coworkers were like, "Oh, AT and T sucks. I can't wait to get on Verizon, Verizon, Verizon." And now everybody complains about Verizon. Everybody complains about everything all the time. Yeah. I think. The grass isn't green on the other side, you idiots. No. It's just, just all diff- sucks. It's just different grass. But you know what? Yeah. Eventually it sucks too. But do you I mean do okay, honestly though, do you guys like Verizon? I okay? like that they finally have LTE and their speeds, but I'll, if I had if I didn't know how to root ROM unlock that stuff, I would not. I would be pretty uh angry. And I know half of that's carrier, half of that's manufacturer, whatever. But I I don't know. I feel like I get more out of it. Like I'm not paying for tethering because that's ridiculous. And I, just stuff like that. But if you didn't root ROM unlock, you would be, you know? Or you wouldn't use those features that are just awesome if you have a Wi-Fi-only tablet. I don't really have a problem with Verizon because their coverage is so much better than everybody else's here. And that's the other thing, right? If you're in a place like here in northwest Montana where there's Verizon and we're just now getting, you know, we've had Cell One and all these little companies, but nothing that had any kind of data speeds or any smartphones or anything like that. 
So you kind of have to go with them. But I don't know. You know but, I'm but keeping this Galaxy whole... Nexus till the day I die because I don't want to lose my unlimited data plan. Yeah, I lost mine. You? Oh, yeah, huh? I tried to weasel. I swear I did. I bet. I want to hear those phone calls. <laughs> but, man. <laughs> I went to a Walmart to get the phone instead of going to a Verizon store. You think if there was a place to pull one over on an employee, it'd definitely be Walmart? Yeah, and that's the thing. She tried, and it, it was popping. I remember looking at her terminal. And it it's was just not in here. Basically, yeah, it was just bombing. Like, no, this won't work. Nope, <laughs> nope. So, Ant, let me let me ask you why uh, this unlimited. This is like the holy grail, and you gave it up. Why not just like go on Craigslist or like buy a cheaper unlocked phone and then get the S three when it dropped a little bit in price? Speaking of the S three, Seth Herringer from his phone. What's up, man? What? Hey guys, sorry I'm oh, that late. That sounds great. That's all right. Is it really bad? I can. No, you're now good. Now I hear you. No. I think it's me. I think yeah. Hangouts is crashing on me again. Yeah, no, it's fine. You walking uh, from church there? What are you doing, bud? <laughs> uh, I was at a yeah. That wasn't church. It was just a uh, school meeting. So right on. That actually sounds good. Are you really on your phone? It does. Yeah, I'm on campus. I'm I'm actually on Verizon's 4G network. Ooh, we were just talking about Verizon and why. <laughs> ask ask Seth, Eric. Ask him what you just asked. Seth, does Verizon suck or does it not suck? And I asked this because, like I was telling the guys, like a few years ago, everybody was all down on AT&T and everybody loved Verizon and they couldn't wait till Verizon got to their area. But now everybody just complains about it. So is it is it good or is it not good? I, I, I really... Well, I think it's clear that Verizon has the best service nationwide. And it's also clear that Verizon has the best LTE service currently. Um, and certainly the most widespread. I think Verizon is definitely the best uh, carrier right now. I think AT&T is a close second. And Sprint is a pretty far third. Well, Seth, do you think it was because AT&T had crappy service, like actual cell service, because it got flooded with the iPhone and stuff like that. Verizon didn't really have that until later on. But people aren't mad about Verizon's service. They're mad about Verizon's policies. And I think it's it's more a political thing rather than a technical thing like it was with AT&T. That's, that's my guess. Yeah, I, I've never heard anyone say that they're really upset with Verizon. I guess that's not true. I have heard people that. But in general, people like Verizon service. Uh, people really are happy with LTE. I mean, they've done a great job with that. It's reliable in general. It's fast. I, I am worried about what's going to happen when the um, iPhone 5 with LTE comes out. I mean, that might, that might kill Verizon's LTE networks. Uh, Do you think they're not, like, anticipating that fact after watching Sprint and AT&T dive <laughs> like that and be like, hey, maybe we should uh, beef these up just a little bit? I'm sure they are, but, I mean, how much can you actually prepare for that i don't know but. yeah that's true so you want to do a phone of the moment real quick the razor m perhaps a good uh mid-level device yeah. or what do you think yeah. i mean oh none of those phones really excite me all that much i mean maybe um i would say that the razor what hd is not the one that's uh with a nicer screen i think that's probably the most compelling or no the the razor hd max 
um, you know, it's finally, I would say it's finally competitive with the GS3 or maybe because it's got a nicer screen on it, but it's still Pentile. So, I mean, none of those phones, like I said, we talked about this last week. I think that those are, we're still dealing with the old Motorola, you know, not the new Motorola. And uh, until that happens, I think we're going to sort of be stuck with these sort of mediocre, semi-good phones. But, I mean, the Droid Razor Max HD is going to be a great phone for people who like that sort of style and that sort of long battery. And Well, Seth, I thought we were dealing with the new Motorola. I thought this was like the – I thought this was the line that well, no, because between listen, old and new. Eric, how long has Google had Motorola for? It's only been like, what, four or five months, if that? How long does it take for them to start? I, I think these are still devices that Motorola had in their pipeline coming out beforehand. I don't think Google would release a Motorola phone with Blur on it. I mean, well, but the reviews that I've been reading is that this version of Blur is not, it's, this is not, it's you know, less the version blurry, of Blur right? that we knew. It's way less. That it's basically, well, it's like how Asus does it. It's stock with a few small things added onto it. Right, and what That's I really liked I about what Asus did is they allowed you, you couldn't uninstall certain things per se, but you could disable them, which I really liked, especially when I had the buggy Prime thing going on. Disabling some of that Asus stuff helped, you know? Sure. Yeah, and I don't, the thing is that until we, until one of us can get this in our dirty little paws, I don't think we'll know for sure, but the screenshots and the reviews that I've been reading indicate that this is a very light touch of blur and that it's like the, the person, the review that I'm, that I uh, was reading before the show was, um, I believe it was from Android central. Um, and the reviewer was basically saying that this is, this is one of the best, if not the best implementation of, you know, a, a skin on top of Android that he's seen. So that, that would presumably also count Asus, which up until now has been like my yardstick for if you're going to skin it, then this is what you want to do. Sounds good. Yeah, I, th- I think that it probably has the, I mean, I'm pretty impressed with them for light, light, lightening the skin. Like, I think you make a good point there, but I still, I feel like the hardware is still Motorola hardware, not, you know, Google uh, or Google Roller or Motor Google hardware, you know, it's still sort of the, it's not Motor- I don't know, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's because I started with Motorola, like my first droid was the OG droid and then the Droid X and stuff, but after handling Motorola's phones and then going to Samsung, like, the Motorola stuff just feels more solid for some reason. Maybe it's just heavier, I I don't know what it is, but I always thought a Motorola Nexus device would be so awesome, just because of, I, I don't know, I always liked their hardware for some reason. Part of it's that Kevlar or whatever they have on it, that seems pretty cool. Yeah, and my friend has uh, one of the just the regular Razer Max, and he really, really likes it. But I, I don't know; he's new to that whole Android phone thing, so he didn't really have anything to compare it to except maybe a BlackBerry. <laughs> I like the Razer Max, but it, the only thing that slowed me down from it was the whole operating system update. You know, I I didn't think that it was gonna happen fast enough by like most Verizon devices. Right. Because well, like and you that's... having a Motorola device originally, I was sort of used to Blur and I already had in my mind that more than likely I can get this Blur off of it anyway, you know, but I like this hardware. I like the way the hardware is, is 
feels when I pick up the phone. You know, it's got some sustenance to it. I guess that's the best way to put it. You know? Yeah. It 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 feels like a three hundred dollar device, not like yeah. a, you know something I'm gonna drop it and break it, and that's gonna be the end of it. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I the more people get it in their heads that these are little computers, the more or the less maybe they'll drop them. I, I don't know. I've never dropped my laptop before, you know. But you have the phone sitting on your lap. You go to stand up, and <laughs> there it is in three pieces <laughs> on the floor. Battery case front <laughs> done. <laughs> but and they're saying here that uh, part of the bad about it is the battery life not all that great. The cameras are terrible uh, in performance and quality. And the display of the QHD res is a noticeable downgrade from 720p tech. Yeah, and to me, this would be understandable for a phone. Like, this Droid Razor M in particular, is a mid, it's a mid-range phone. Right, it's I not mean, it's the top. Is, yeah, yeah. But Wait, what? I think I saw you can get the S3 for 99 bucks if you're a new customer through Amazon now. So yeah, that maybe happens. that excuse doesn't hold water at the at Ever this since point. We- Ever since we started this show, we've seen that happen. We've been all hyped up about the Galaxy Nexus before it came out, and then it was $300, and then it was like 99 and then it was a dollar. But it only applies if you're a new customer. And how many more new customers are there going to be? You know, like, we're running out of... Pretty soon everyone's going to be in one carrier or another, and I don't, I don't know. I feel like we've seen that a lot with every new phone that's come out. It's been a big deal, it's been expensive, and then it's gotten way cheap if you're a new customer. So you just watch the internet for a change in contract that lets you cancel your current contract, get out of it, switch to a different carrier. That's true. I'm a new customer to another carrier, just not... I'm new to you. I'm new to you. It's all new to you. (laughs) And yeah, Seth, we were were talking about the M, the the mid one. Uh, That's why we said maybe the phone of the moment for a good mid-range one. But you still digging the S3? Still loving it? No buyer's remorse? I mean, I love this phone. (laughs) <laughs> obviously there was things I wish were different. Like I wish didn't have pentile, you know, the same stuff I've talked about over and over again. I heard the new note in, is non pentile. They actually switched. Finally, the new note too, I think. Oh, I don't know. I guess I hadn't heard that maybe. Um, but I, uh, it's, it's a great phone. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to say there's, yeah, it does everything I want it to do. Seth, glad- does the new note like tempt you? Like if you if if you could switch for like nothing, no. would you? No, I mean that looks awesome. Seth's pockets aren't that big. He needs a small phone for his little hipster pants. Well, Whatever, well, dude. We'll like use some cargos. Hipster. <laughs> I'm just playing. I like my phone. Too much skinny jeans. Too. Yeah, it's, it's a nice. It's, it's too nice much phone. tablet like for these skinny jeans. <laughs> but you know there are some interesting phones coming out, Eric. Like, and yeah, HTC the, has a rumored. The Note 2 coming out, and there are some other ones that sound interesting. You know, the Note 2 Super AMOLED, Super AMOLED capacitive multi-touch, of course. Uh, but yeah, no Pentaw, getting rid of it. Just kind of cool. What's this? What's this HTC phone? 1080p? What? Oh what? yeah, there's some rumors about a 1080p phone, and then, you know, there's some. I just think you know we'll see some interesting designs after the iPhone 5 come 5 run. All right, yeah. After Whatever that comes call. out, I think. I think around November we'll see some interesting Android stuff hit. I'm excited for it. Well, since when you, the old copy machine starts up. Before we uh, before we do app picks, I don't know if you have a, a random app pick or anything, Seth, but there was this article by Eric Mack about five things I need in the iPhone 5 
to ditch Android. And I was curious, just just from reading what he says, of course, the LTE, that, that has to be there. Uh, a universal charging port, removable storage, bigger screen resolution. I was curious about you guys. Is, is there anything that Apple could come out with, and maybe not necessarily the 5, but in future iterations of their phone that would make you drop Android and go to it? Anything short of... This is an iPhone that I can put Android on. Like, is there anything that they could really do that you would? Uh, we'll start with Seth since you might have to drop here in a minute. But well, what for me? What would make the most? The only thing that get me to change for Apple would be a total revamp of their entire company. Right? I mean, they're so locked down, so closed. So you know, you're but you buy an ecosystem. So you're not right? just. And I don't like being locked into one. E- Right, you're not just Android for the device itself. It's about the whole experience, the community, the openness, yes. everything that goes with it. We're not just comparing spec for spec here. No, exactly. So there's nothing that they could put... There's nothing like iterative that they could change on a phone that would be like, I'm buying that iPhone. They would have to open uh, source. I mean, unless they open up. Uh, right. Yeah, they'd have to open everything up, and they'd have to say... Like, you know, they'd have to... I mean, like, Android is just so... you know, you can. It's like a customizable. You can... You can make widgets. You can do all this stuff to it. And I feel like iPhone is the exact opposite. Like, they want to curate everything. Like, right. they know better than you do. Like, that's sort of their, their mantra. Whereas Android's like, whatever you want. And I want to be part of the whatever you want system, not the we know better than you know system. So not get until that what happens, I'll you. never switch. Yeah, they're, they're more of the get what we give you rather than the what would you like. Especially in in the whole yeah. rooting and ROM community. I mean, a lot of people that use Android have no idea this exists that like I could do what to my device and, and maybe that's for the best because a lot of these people may have problems doing that but in it's an option at least I know that if I go to Verizon and buy whatever phone there's probably going to be a custom thing that I can do to it that's going to make it you know get rid of the McAfee antivirus it's now coming with or, or whatever Eric what do, you, what do you think you pretty much I think we're all pretty much in agreement with uh, it's all about the the whole the whole thing not just the tech yeah i've been I've been thinking about this i don't i short of paying me a lot of money to where I could go out and then buy a second phone <laughs> or making it circular like. if they made it circular and a little smaller then yeah I'd, i mean if if, if oh you know what if if they took a nexus q <laughs> and, <laughs> No, I, I don't, I honestly, I can't think of anything that would prompt me to move to Apple. Now, is there, could there be things that would prompt me to move to a, a new mobile operating system that also offers like freedom and, and stuff like Android does? Yeah, sure. But not, not Apple. Could there and, be? And quite frankly, Eric, Eric was kind of, you know, it's kind of a moot point when one of his five things that it would take is a universal charging port. <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. How likely? I mean, you can get adapters for that, I'm sure. But I get yeah. what he's saying. It's nice that, like, because I lost my charger and a cord, I can grab any old Motorola charger and use it on my Galaxy Nexus with any old micro USB cable. Like, that is really handy. And not being in... I mean, I used to have an old iPod and an iPod Touch, and it was always annoying looking for that one cable because I have like ten USB micros laying around here. But like, there's one <laughs> iPod cable, and it's like, Ugh. And if you, I don't know that that whole thing. We don't want to. We don't want to go back to like to the days of you know, 
your your girlfriend doesn't have her her charging cable different and adapters have to go to for, Target because yeah. her candy bar phone's different. Like nobody wants that crap. Just stick with something universal like micro USB. Or you know what? Create a different standard. If if the whole thing is that they're saying there's not enough, you know, inputs and outputs on the on the current connector, then why don't you come up with something different that can be a standard? Like HDMI? <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, so how about the answer is just no. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Ant? Well, I agree with both of you guys. It's got to be an open environment. And don't get me wrong, I've liked the Apple hardware in the past. Um, but just the whole ecosystem and the way they go about doing things with locking it down, it's just been a big issue for me. You know, I remember seeing a discussion on Google Plus uh, here recently. Um, this lady I follow on Google Plus, she showed a picture of her phone and says, hi, you can't do this on an iPhone. It was basically two screenshots of her original um, home screen and then what she modified it to to show a different picture and different widgets and all of that. And then, of course, all of the iPhone folks chimed in. It was like, well, I could do that. I can do that. And all they did was change their wallpaper. Right. Well, that you know, used to be a big thing, like with the OG Droid and the iPhone, what was out then? The 3, maybe the 4? It was before the 4S. And that was, was a big a 3G. thing. Yeah, yeah. My oh. brother would always do that. Like, hey, can, you, can it do this? Can it do this? And back then, it was kind of a struggle to find the same functionality. But I feel like nowadays, like when people release an iOS app, they're almost simultaneously releasing the Android app. So there is no more, oh yeah, but can it do this? Oh yeah, but can it do this? Like it's, They're pretty much on par with each other as far as that goes. It's just what you choose to do with this. But even just that whole cord thing, man, and now that they're on, that it was Changing rumored, it? and I still don't know how true it is, they're going to change it. Right, which is going to make a lot connector. of... Yeah, it's going to make of, people spend more money because, yeah. you know, the the current iPhone people have already bought, you know, at least two of those cords already because they lose one and they got another one that's at the at the office or one in the car or something like that. One, what, think about like, replace that crap. Think about the built-in stuff. Like, I know a lot of people that have car decks that have yeah. that built-in. Like, what are you going to do with that? Put an adapter on it and then shove yeah. it in? Like, that's not going to work very well. Yeah, that'll make your, your Lexus your look ugly if you have an adapter on I it. I know. I'm going to have to get a whole new... I guess if you have a Lexus, you're not too worried about replacing a head unit. Yeah, but, you know, Lexus. for poor people like us... I got to steal my Lexus. Shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought that was kind of an interesting conversation. I, I I like how his last one is an Android on-wrap that includes Siri. Yes, Eric, because we all care about Siri. I, I don't know. I, that whole talking, that, that thing just, it just seems so gimmicky and pointless. Well, I think the I idea behind this is that, now. like, Siri. Siri, I mean, where do I hide Siri a body? Siri work with, like, <laughs> certain apps. They want he wants them to open up the API to where you could use Siri. I could I could use Siri to open up Chrome. It doesn't always have to be Safari. Oh yeah, that'll happen. I thought he was talking about more of right. on Android what you can talk to it and tell it to do. But I don't know. Google Now is kind of getting there. It's it's pretty sweet. I'm digging Google Now. I have one or two gripes, but I'm digging it overall. What's your gripes? How laggy well, it is sometimes. No, number one, oh. I can't add my college team to it so I can see my college team cards. Oh, for sports? 
Yeah, uh, I, okay. I love the cards feature. It, it it's pretty neat. Um, and the other thing is some of the things it gives you the the verbal feedback. You know, I say who is the president of the United States? Bling, bling. The president of the United States is yada yada yada. But in other questions, I'll ask it. It just gives me a list of Google search, even yeah. if it's something fairly general. There's very yeah. particular searches that it will tell you, like what, how big is the Earth, stuff like that. That it'll who who is on Breaking Bad or who is on True Blood, stuff like that. It'll just talk to you back. But more times than not, I find it just giving me search results back, which yeah. is fine, whatever. But I I really just open up Chrome at that point and do a search from the box, you know. All right, same thing. And then it's on all of my computers that have Chrome and, and whatnot, which is really yep. cool. So, all right, well, cool. Hey, and what will it? What does it say when you ask it who will be the next president of the United States? Whoa, that's a damn good question. Let's ask it, shall we? Google. <laughs> Google, who would be the next president of the United States? Google. Google, who will be the next president of the United States? Mine doesn't course, recognize your southern. It doesn't recognize your oh, you southern just got a slang. God, that would have been <laughs> awesome. It gives me a list. Mitt we Romney, and then it kills itself. Be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know who the current president yes, thank is. You. Thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. Thank you very no. much, Google. My first result says we think the next president of the United States will be dot dot dot. <laughs> Click here for oh, that more. Is so weak. As it downloads yeah. the new Java exploit and yeah. pones your sorry ass. <laughs> All right, you got an app pick, Seth? While you're here? Yeah, it's uh it's called Cam Scanner. It's um like one of the times at the library a fair amount of times I need to just scan like a page or two, like a graph or something that I need for a book. Um and so it, it scans it, turns it into a PDF so it doesn't so it saves a lot of space, so it's not like a huge picture. Also, what I'm doing now is I'm uploading them to Google Drive automatically, and then that scans it for OCR, so like for readable text. Ooh. So then I have a Ooh, scan of the document plus scan the readable text. It's pretty sweet. Which makes it searchable and all that, and editable probably. Editable? Yep. Editable? Yeah. That's, that's cool. pretty cool, so that's Yeah. Because I, I did hey, that. Man, Oh, what? Oh, go ahead. I'm going to run after my pick, but go ahead. What were you going to Okay, say? I was just going to say, I did that with a document the other day because my mom wanted to see it, and I didn't have it with me, but I had a picture of it, and I was like, oh, here's... But if it actually would turn it into, like, a text thing and, and do the OCR a on PDF it... That, and then, yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, you have to mess with some settings for the Google Drive. Like, you have to go into Google Drive and have it... There's a setting there you mess with that says, like, scan for text if you upload a PDF. Right. And then you just have to set up the cam scanner to upload a Google Drive. And then you go to check Google Drive, and it's um, you know, it's a, it's an OCR, so it's nice. That's really cool. All right, well, thanks for hopping in, man. I know you're you're, no problem, you're out guys. and about, but that that sounded good. I will good. see you guys. I will see you guys next week for sure. All right, later, Seth. Seth. Take it easy, bro. Later, Seth. Out. All right, Eric. App. You got an app pick? I do. Uh, do you guys remember the board game Life? Yes. yes. The game of I still Life. I remember those commercials. I used to, dude, I used to play this, like, when I was really young, like, all the cousins would come over, or it'd be Christmas, and we'd all be playing Life. Well, as part of Google's, like, end of summer sale, they had the Game of Life on sale for, I think, like, 99 cents. Nice. It's normally $4.99. Um, it's made by Electronic Arts, I think, and 
I gotta say, like the the art style is a little it's a little cheesy, and and the gameplay. I mean, the game of life isn't complicated. Let's be honest, but you know, it 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 might seem oversimplified, but dear God, is it like it is really really addictive. I will I'll find myself like on Saturday I was just laying in bed and I played maybe like four games of it on my Nexus Seven before I actually got up and started being productive. It's really good. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised the Game of Life creators never sued the creators of The Sims. Because isn't that like a Game of Life also? Like, you'd think they would have took that more seriously. Cool yeah, pick. Maybe. Hey, you know what's really cool? When my GeneX does this randomly. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it might be time to, to put a different... Team Vicious version 2 should be out any day now, so I'm kind of waiting on that. It, it does this because of a glitch or when Verizon's tinkering with towers. I notice I get a lot of weird random reboots and then they'll stop huh. and it'll just be fine for like the next month or two. I haven't had one yet. Not yet? Since Friday. Uh-uh. Not nice. one yet. Just wait. <laughs> All right, Ant, you got a nap pick? Mine is actually Wi-Fi Tether. Um, and it's for rooted devices. I used to use... Um, the app called Wireless Tether, and it was at one time it was in the in the Play Store. Then they pulled it, and it was only found in the Google blogs. And now it's back in there. We dealt with that but, with PDA Net, with Nessoid, the Nintendo yeah. emulator. I mean, tons of stuff that's been pulled and up and different names. Oh, Nessoid, yeah. And this thing, um, when I tried wireless Wireless Tether, it didn't work on the GNX after I got Jelly Bean on it. And so, uh, oh, you know, you don't need an app to do that, man. Once you put this ROM on it, once you put the vicious ROM on it, you can just use the the stock tether stuff. I tried that too, and it didn't work. Didn't work. Really? So I went with this app, and I like because it allows you to to select the devices and all of that inside of it as well. Um, Not only just changing SSID and putting in the encryption and whatever, but I like how it it's tailored towards certain phones i guess it knows whatever the chipsets are or something oh, that's I don't handy. Know. but it worked quite flawlessly because uh, I, I just wanted to be able to hook the tablet up to it and it worked like a champ nice and there's a there's a ton of tethering apps but if, if you're having a hard time doing it try this one wi-fi tether for root users specifically for root users only <laughs> all right well i'm dying here Let's uh, while we're talking about all this rooting and roaming stuff, I know, I'm I I'm really surprised we haven't ever done this as an app pick. It's it's been one of my apps since the beginning, since I first rommed and rooted. But uh, it's J Rummy's Rom Toolbox, and this thing, I mean, it does so much. It works on tablets. It works on your phone. You can overclock, underclock, change battery voltages, add block, change your DNS to work with Google DNS or Open DNS. I mean. There is just, you can really mess your phone up. Like, there's so many settings to mess with. You can really mess up some stuff. But, I mean, once you get it dialed in and get everything, it, it's it's an amazing app. He's done some amazing work on it. But that's what it looks like you when, you, when you first. This is the third time I've heard about this app, okay? Jay Rummy's last, been killing it last with Thursday. Last Thursday, I was watching my XDA developer subscription on YouTube, mm-hmm. and they talked about it on there. 
Oh, yeah. And he then, keeps just making it better. I mean, the ad blocker's yeah. great. It's got a scripter, terminal emulator, root browser, all built in. An app manager, it'll let you freeze, backup, restore, shared. I mean, do anything. And then the CPU control, there's kernel tweaks, build prop editor, auto memory manager. There's interface stuff, changing boot animations, themes, icons, logos. I mean, and it's, it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like oh, I said, man. I bought it a long time ago, but yeah, it's it's been getting nothing but better on, on every phone I've ever put it on. So check it out if you haven't already. ROM Toolbox. There's a light version. I think is free, and then a, a pay for version. You can check it out. So I think the pay for version's on sale, or it, it was. may have just stopped getting yeah, on sale. No, oh, it okay. still has the sale thing on it. So it may be if you I think get it was this. like four bucks, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's well yep. worth it. I mean, whatever he's charging yeah. for it is well worth it. So definitely check that out. Jay Rummy codes some good stuff. I'd love to get that kid on the show sometime and just like talk to him about about it. Pick their brains. I know. Teach me. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> Actually, I don't. Yeah. I do. I want to. I want to use what you make and then tell you why. Why? What's wrong with it? <laughs> you, you just want to get him out for a feedback session? Yeah, pretty much. Like now, like, dude, can you okay. fix? Listen, this is really bugging me. Okay, no, actually, it works great. So check it. All right, I gotta go eat and deal with this cold. But Aunt Eric, thank you guys. I'm glad Seth was able to hop in and out real quick. That was kind of cool. As usual, I appreciate the invite. And Aunt, we'll see you tomorrow on Yats, yet another tech show dot com, another podcast we do. You know it. And Eric. See you in hell. I'll see you next week. <laughs> I'll see you next week. We'll see you guys online. Uh, like I said before, leave us a message at 406-204-4687 if you'd like. Email the show at attackoftheandroids.com or whatever email address we're using now. Find us on our social networks, and all of that stuff is at attackoftheandroids.com. Make sure you're subscribed to iTunes and write us a review. How about do that this week? Write reviews this week. It's your homework. And the email address is also known as show at attackoftheandroids.com. Oh, just show? <laughs> just show. If you email know. the show. Why can you help. make it like all the other shows that are just info at? You had to be different and say show. Show this. You're the one that came up with that email address, you idiot. It wasn't me. Listen <laughs> yes. here. All right. Yes, thanks for was. listening, guys. Like... We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> It's attack of the Androids. It's attack of the Androids. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the